It's religion today, it's ideology today, and our secularist friends also have a faith. Some kind of Disneyland fantasy. I know how this is going to get heard in the secular world. Where the pseudo-Christian masks are off. That's nonsense, ladies and gentlemen. Apologetics isn't just about giving answers to other people's questions. It's also about learning to question other people's answers or even question the question itself. In a Christian worldview. Well, welcome to Quantum number 271, Quantum, a podcast that looks at news and views from throughout the world from a Christian perspective, but we are open to all and we welcome comments and feedback and uh, opinions and disagreements and everything. Our aim is to try and get people to think about things. Now, (laughs) one of the difficulties in contemporary society is how little we change our minds. I found this little clip, which was, uh, I, I thought, just brilliant. So, listen to this. War is wrong! War is wrong! War is wrong! War is wrong! Is that for the Second war World is War? Wrong. War is wrong! Is that for the Second war World War? What are, you, what are you talking about? World War II, fighting fascism. Nothing wrong with that. War is wrong except for the Second World War. War is wrong except for the Second World War. The American War Revolution. Is wrong. American Revolution? Yeah, fighting for independence from the British. Can't argue with that. War is wrong except for the Second World War and the American Revolution. War is wrong except for the Second World War and the American Revolution and the Crimean War. And there was the Hundred Years' War as well, wasn't there? Look, come here, I've got an idea. Yeah, it's strange. Maybe sometimes we do change our minds very quickly. People can flip. Uh, I know people who are out-and-out pacifists, more or less. Uh, You know, we're always against war and now are asking for more armaments to be sent to Ukraine. Uh, And other people who seem to be very keen on weapons going to different people are now suddenly saying we shouldn't be doing that. Um, I I think the point of that somewhat humorous clip is just simply that perspectives change and things are much more complex than we realise. So please do forgive me if uh, anything I say in this comes across as, as simplistic because all the issues we deal with are actually quite complex. So let's do a little bit of follow-up from last week. Now, Canada. We featured Canada last week. We've got a different country this week. But um, one story that came up from Canada that uh, I was one of you sent me and just astounded at this. A new analysis shows hundreds of adolescents in Canada have undergone female-to-male top surgery. In other words, double mastectomies had their breasts chopped off over the past five years. Between 2018 and 2019, there were 536, and in nine, and sorry, and in 2022 to 23, there were 985, almost a thousand, a thousand teenage girls having their breasts chopped off. I, in Canada, I, it it is almost incomprehensible the madness of that. Um, I came across this from Joe Rogan, where he kind of deals with this issue. I think he puts it rather well. Why do you have to give them hormones to make them more of a girl? Uh, because 
I'm sorry, can you expand on the question? It's a simple question. If you say that the child thinks it's a girl, so you're going to give the child hormones. Mm -hmm. If the child thinks it's a girl, let it be a girl. Why are you adding hormones? If you're shooting hormones into a child and you're yeah. affecting the child's development, you're saying that's not a choice. That's nonsense. Of course it's a choice. You're choosing to chemically change this child's body. You're choosing to inject yeah. things into this child's body on a regular basis that are going to radically affect the physical development of their body. There's no reason to give kids hormones and there's no reason to decide before a person's frontal lobe is completely fully developed, which doesn't even take place to like 20 People don't know who they are. People don't even give their seven-year-old phones. You don't let them vote. You're going to let them decide what sex they're going to be for you the rest the of their life? Trans kids from... Why are you giving a kid hormones? Yeah, sure. Why? Not only why are you giving them hormones, but why? Why are you giving them surgery and chopping off their breasts for what is a psychological condition? Incredible. Anyway, the other uh, feedback is from last week. We said it would happen. It has happened. Nagorno-Karabakh is being emptied of Armenians. Ethnic cleansing has occurred. And nobody really cares. They really, they really don't. Uh, the hypocrisy in the world over war just astounds me. And then another issue that, that um, we've looked at several times is Sweden. And uh, as I say, I love Sweden. I love... In many ways, I love its um, left-wing traditions and so on. But they kind of worked in a country that had Christian roots and was largely homogenous. Well, listen to this, to what's going on in Sweden, and enjoy the Swedish as well. On Monday and Tuesday, two powerful blasts ripped through residential buildings in the centre of the country, injuring at least three people, while three others were killed overnight Wednesday in separate attacks. Bombings and drive-by shootings have claimed dozens of lives in September alone. Two gangs, one led by a Swedish-Turkish dual national who lives in Turkey, the other by his former lieutenant, are reportedly involved in the feud over drugs and weapons. Swedish Prime Minister Ulf Kristersson has vowed to defeat criminal gangs after a recent surge in violent attacks. For we ska jaga gängen och vi ska besegra gängen. Vi ska ställa dem inför domstol. I de svenska medborgare ska de låsas in på mycket långa fängelsestraff. I de utländska medborgare ska de dessutom utvisas. That is Sweden's prime minister summoning the head of the armed forces to help curb a surge of gang killings. Um, people being shot dead. There has been several hundred attacks this year alone. 36 people shot. They're calling in the army in Sweden. Sweden that to us was a kind of socialist paradise, a progressive nirvana. It's Sweden, as Mr. Christerson says, Sweden has not seen anything like it. I, I remember so often going to Sweden and even in the middle of the city, you know, doors being left open, people wandering in and out. And now we've got gang riots and bombs. An official government report published in 2021 stated that four in every million inhabitants were dying in shootings each year in Sweden, compared with 1.6 million, 1.6 people rather, per million across Europe. The police say this is uh, to do with poor integration of immigrants, a widening gap between rich and poor, and drug use. Well, it certainly does have to do with that. Um, how did they expect this to happen? There's, there was a naivety assuming that taking in hundreds of thousands of 
of Muslim immigrants that they would adopt Swedish values, which largely stem from their Christianity. And, you know, even though many Swedes have neglected that Christianity. But here's another thing. I'm not going to blame just the Muslims or immigrants. I'm going to say this, that once you reject the roots, you will eventually lose the fruits. I've been saying that about Sweden for a long, long time. But I hadn't expected to see it to such a dramatic extent in my lifetime. Well, let's go to another country. I remember an American evangelist coming to me once saying that he wanted to do work in Scotland and other countries in Europe. And I said, where else had he been in Europe? And he said he'd been in in Sweden uh, and Slovakia and Scotland. I said, you're just doing the S's? And he said, yeah. Um, Well, let's go to Slovakia. Here's their national anthem. I think that's a tremendous national anthem. I love it. Lightning over the Tatras, which is the the range of mountains in the middle of Slovakia. It's not like many of these anthems that speak of blood and unity and everything. It just speaks of a dangerous storm over the Tatras mountains and the Slovaks have to come. That Slovakia of ours has been fast asleep so far, but the thunder's lightning is rousing it to come too. Slovakia, 49,000 square kilometres, just roughly around half the size of Scotland. Five and a half million people, same population. Capital, Bratislava. Uh, For many years, it was part of Moravia. Then, for hundreds of years, the Austro-Hungarian Empire. Then, after the First World War, it became part of Czechoslovakia, the Czech Republic and the Slovak Republic. That was 1918 to 1989. Of course, it was ruled by the Nazis during the Second World War and after the Second World War by the communists. Since gaining its independence, it's become a member of NATO and of the EU. Its religion, uh, in 2021, 56% of the population identified as Roman Catholics, 5% as Lutheran, 2% as Calvinist, 4% as Greek Catholics, 1% as Orthodox, and 24% as Atheists. And here's your fun fact about Slovakia. It's the only EU state not to have any mosques. Slovakia is a beautiful, beautiful place. And it's got some great music. Here is some of its folk music.
Now, Slovakia is in the news this week for uh, its election, where Robert Fico, I think that's how you pronounce his name, he's a former prime minister, and he campaigned, and this is the interesting part, with a very pro-Russian stance. Um, historically, Slovakia has had Russian sympathies, um, but it was the first country to deliver fighter jets to Ukraine. But more and more in Central Europe and in Western Europe, there is a growing disquiet about the war in Ukraine, which is grinding on endlessly. Now, some of us warned about this without justifying Russian action. The idea that we would go in and, you know, over half a million people have now been killed in the fighting. The I, or half a million casualties anyway. The idea that we would go in and just support uh, Ukraine, that the Russian economy would collapse, that the army would give up and so on. It's now being counted in meters. I think I heard the Ukrainian foreign minister say, every meter gained is a meter lost to Russia. Yeah, this is a vast country. Well, FICO campaigned against, and he got 23% of the vote, which actually enables him to form a government uh, with other allies. He was the largest party. It is, again, going to be just incredibly interesting. Okay, let's go to the UK. Um couple of bits of news. First of all, uh, quite astonishing. Rishi Sunak is going to halt the ban on gender therapy, uh, conversion therapy and all the rest of it. Um, kind of hope in New South Wales the same will happen and in Scotland, but who knows. And then another bit of news that hasn't really been shouted from the rooftops. Because the Office for National Statistics has now revised the UK's economic growth figures since COVID upwards. In fact, the UK economy has surpassed the level of 2019. They had actually said it would be much smaller, 1.2% smaller. But the bottom line of all of this is instead of underperforming the economies of France and Germany since the pandemic, the UK economic economy has now outperformed them. This wasn't supposed to happen. It was confidently forecast by the Treasury and all the pro-Remain think tanks that Brexit would damage the UK economy and leave us way behind. It hasn't. The economy's not great, but it ain't because of Brexit. And then let's come to Australia. I had a, a wonderful time with some Indonesian Presbyterians, many of whom were students. And uh, I, as I say, I spend a fair bit of time uh, at the University of Sydney. Well, a couple of weeks ago at the University of New South Wales, it held its annual Sextember Festival, which is billed as celebrating all things sex, sexual health and relationships, cause sex is fun, sex is spicy, sex is intimate, sex is respectful. And more importantly, it's time we talk about the kind of sex life you deserve. They're putting a lot of money into that. Uh, I mean, it's it's almost incredible to read what's being done. The more artistic can make their own clay teacups while talking about intimacy and consent. You can attend a, co a comedy night where comedians will tell you stories about their sexual health. Um, the festival's also offering free STI tests with the promise of prizes as one of its activities. 
You can attend a talk on curiosity. Let's talk about sex. Un- just unbelievable. Just incredible. From 25th to 27th of September, academics from around the world will be ruminating upon topics such as making research more inclusive of gender and sexuality diversity, HDR perspectives, yellow power play performing Asian American resistance through BDSM, rewards and recognition grappling with queerness and normativity on Facebook. This is what a university is doing. I thought universities were supposed to have a higher purpose. Anyway, in Australia, please do pray about the ongoing referendum as well, which is becoming increasingly bitter and divisive. And uh, I fear it's it's on the 14th, and uh, I fear what may happen, whatever the result. As we're coming up to the referendum, we're coming up to the final countdown, and I already mentioned Sweden, so here's one of Sweden's best-known rock bands, Europe, with their song of the same title. at this because I wasn't really sure about it but the Wuhan laboratory suspected of leaking coronavirus has finally been stripped of United States government's funding for 10 years I I still find it an incredible thing that the US government was funding a Chinese communist virology institute which amongst other things was developing biological weapons, the military were involved, why else are they involved? And uh, they've decided they're going to debar them now, only now, after documents showed scientists had inserted new spike proteins into four bat coronaviruses. These experiments, which occurred between 2018 and 2019, they had one chimeric virus that killed 75% of the infected humanized mice within two weeks. The experiments had increased viral activity more than tenfold in clear violation of the guidelines. So basically, this is gain-of-function experiments. This COVID, is, there's, there's almost no question that it was a weaponized by humans virus 
designed to spread and harm human beings. Uh, in the US as well, um, just like last week in Canada, now it's the, the Speaker in the Senate, Kevin McCarthy, he's gone. Uh, he voted along with the Democrats um, for the budget to keep the government going, and he's been ousted, ironically, by hardline Republicans combining with Democrats. What a mess. I'll tell you what, where would you like to go on holiday? Here's where Ella Fitzgerald would like to go. I love Paris in the springtime. I love Paris in the in the springtime. Ah, this story's amazing. There are said to be six million rats in Paris. Now, the socialist mayor of Paris, Anne Hidalgo, in her office announced an establishment of a committee to study how the three million human inhabitants can learn... Sorry, I'm going to try and do this without laughing. ...can learn to cohabit with their furry neighbours. Animal rights group and green politicians have expressed their satisfaction that the societal scourge of rat shaming is fine. <laughs> can't do it. I just can't do it. It's finally being challenged. Paris councillor Dushka Markovic has said the word rat is pejorative and she wants them renamed Sermulots. <laughs> she adds that rats are useful in the ecosystem. Yeah, they're great for spreading plague. Um... This, I'm, I'm sorry, this is real, actually. This is not a spoof. If this was April the 1st, I, I couldn't do this. <laughs> sorry. One initiative already underway is a research project involving the Natural History Museum, the Pasteur Institute, and the Sorbonne, the purpose of which is to combat prejudices to help Parisians live better with rats. What form this, this is from the spectator, what form this unconscious bias training will take has yet to be revealed. Paris is going to have the 2024 Olympic Games. And they're boasting it will be inclusion and diversity. Who knew that was going to stretch to rats? Okay, I've been doing an album of the week. This is the album I've been listening to this week. I'll just play you one song from it. It is an incredible album. Get it on Spotify or anywhere. Out of the Wind, Into the Sun by the Bothy Band. This is the Mage of Mitchellstown. Just play a bit of this. Thank you. 
Okay. Um, beautiful. Now, if you thought if you thought the Paris Rats was mad, I think this comes pretty close as well. This is also from France. In France, a gynecologist is accused of transphobia for denying care to a biological male. The doctor declared that he does not feel apt to offer care to a biological man, no matter how much he feels like a woman. The partner of the trans, who was denied care, left a negative comment in Google about the rejection and expressing that they were discharged coldly. Victor Acharian, professional of the clinic, responded to the complaint explaining that he is a gynecologist and that he cares for actual women and is not equipped to care for men no matter how much they shave or tell the secretary that they have become women. My examination table is not designed to examine a man, he said. But the controversy around this story continues to grow. A guy is complaining because he goes to a gynecologist who's not going to treat him. Gynecologist treats pregnant women. Okay, no more to say. Um... Apparently another gender has been added to the ever-growing list. Does that make 74, 75 or what? Nominal gender. Um, you are nominal gender if your gender is so much just you that no one else can even experience it. Wow, a gender no one else can experience. <laughs> There's a nominal gender flag, a black splat on mottled pink. And you can come out as a gender. Wow. Uh, non-binary, gender-fluid, bi-gender, demi-gender, cat-gender. On Monday, it was reported that a drag queen on the Isle of Man had informed year seven pupils there were exactly 73 genders. When one brave child insisted there were only two, the drag queen responded, you've upset me, and sent the child out. There's a, a gender subset called xenogender. You're xenogender if you feel more akin to animals or plants or foods than humans. Now, that's funny but also really bad. There's a girl on TikTok who explains very seriously her gender is bird, uh, with E-Y-E-M pronouns. And according to this article, again in The Spectator, I think it's Berea is her name who writes it, several people I've found identify as cake. There are a number of gastrogenders. There is some disagreement, she says, in the community about how it feels to be cake, but in general, I gather it's a sort of sweet, fluffy feeling, a lightness. No one who's cake gender can have tasted the cake I've baked. All right, let's come on to something. I was going to say more serious, but that is serious. Unfortunately, kids are being taught that nonsense. Here's Radiohead again. Paranoid Android. Okay, what does that introduce? Chinese Chat GPT. 
Chinese chat GPT composing song lyrics about pandas and generating the world's cutest cat, it's there. Several Chinese companies are developing this kind of system. EarnieBot, a generative artificial intelligence chatbot, is now fully accessible to the public, having been approved by the government. Ernie, Ernie is an acronym for Enhanced Representation Through Knowledge Integration, developed by the Chinese tech giant Beidou. And there are others, TikTok owner ByteDance, Tencent, who own WeChat, are also doing that. But Ernie says that COVID-19 came from American vape users and was spread to Wuhan by American lobsters. It's very quiet about Chinese politics. And it's going to develop a very different narrative about the Russian-Ukraine war. Same with the chatbots here. I, I, look, I'm not attacking the Chinese for this. In the West, we're doing it just as well. Techno-nationalism, I think it's now called. There's a new term for your dictionary. Um, electric cars. I was astounded that in the UK, there are stories of electric cars costing up to £5,000 per year to insure. Extraordinary. And some companies are refusing to insure them at all. What is going on? All right, we only have time for one bit of sport. It has to be this. So having watched Ricky Fowler headed in the drink, Tommy Fleetwood could win this hole, could go two up, two to play, could guarantee the half point. Beauty. That was the perfect club, played perfectly. Glorious tee shot from Tommy Fleetwood at the 16th. Got two putts from here to virtually win the Ryder Cup. Well, that's it. I mean, that's it, Ken. That's it. The Ryder Cup goes to Europe. What a performance from Tommy Fleetwood. It's been a bit of a struggle to get those few points today. The Americans have been outstanding, but Europe are the winners of the Ryder Cup in 2023. That's the Ryder Cup. Um, golf fans are meant to be polite and quiet. Not with the Ryder Cup. It's incredible. Um, Europe won in Rome they needed four points and that what you heard was Tommy Fleetwood winning the 11th game to pass the 14 and a half points in total for the competition required um i get i'll guess bet you didn't know that the Ryder Cup is named after a christian samuel ryder who was buried in a church in St Albans died in 1936 aged 37 he was a Sunday school teacher, Methodist preacher, I think, an elder. Um, he invented the idea of the penny packet to sell seeds in small quantities, began playing golf in his 50s because a preacher friend told him to seek fresh air and exercise, took daily lessons, of course, except on Sundays, joined the local golf club, became team captain, and because he wanted to promote golf and the status of its professional players, he proposed a challenge match between the United States and Great Britain and Ireland and commissioned the competition's trophy. Great story. Uh, let's come on to our Seek and uh, Seek chapter. This is chapter 11, and here are the Manics. Gravity keeps my
Now, seek chapter 11 just simply asks the question whether we live in a post-truth age. And I guess I, I don't have time to read it out to you. I say, go and have a look at it. But the answer is yes, but there is truth. And ultimately, that truth comes in from the absolute source of truth, and that is that is God. How do we know the truth? We know the truth, and the truth will set us free. Uh, quick shout out before we go to small Baptist church, uh, I think this was, in Norfolk, uh, which has reached out. Somebody contacted me. It's reached out to people, uh, and it's been doing rather well. So I was very encouraged with that, and, you know, that's where we're at. Small churches just reach out, and we get into people. I think that's much more likely that small Baptist church in Norfolk is more likely to reach out to people than Pope Francis, who's now suggested he'd be open to having the Catholic Church bless same-sex marriages, despite the fact that the Catholic Church has announced that being in a same-sex relationship is sinful. Just mass confusion, isn't it? He says that uh, the Church understands marriage to be an exclusive, stable, and indissoluble union between a man and a woman and should avoid any type of rite or sacramental that might contradict this conviction, but when a blessing is requested, it's expressing a plea to God for help, a supplication to live better. I don't know. Would you give blessings to adulterers? Blessings to abusers? Because you want them to live better? I don't think so. Right, we are going to love you and leave you. Um, I did a series, Coffee and Colossians, and I'm about to start up another one on Luke with Luke. We're going to call it. It was series of five-minute Bible studies we put out every single day. Um, and I use this music. This is a song from Maureen McLeod and Give You Peace. And m- several of you have asked about this. So we'll play the song in full. Uh, Maureen, just look her up on Spotify or on YouTube. Uh, she doesn't have a lot of music, but what she does have is absolutely beautiful. I love it, and I hope you'll enjoy it too. Thanks to Peter for producing this. Thanks to those of you who've commented. Thanks to uh, those of you who send in information. Please feel free to continue to do so. Uh, Please do review this on your whatever platform you listen to your podcasts on. And uh, if you want to help us with the funding, then please go to the Podbean fundraiser for that. May God grant you his peace. See you next week. Bye.